0: Okay. Aaron, thank you for meeting with us. I appreciate it. This project would not go on without you. So <laughs> right on.
1: on.
0: We are here with Aaron from Downtown Bike Shop, and he will be running us through some things about what to look for when you are just about to buy a bike, looking into buying a bike, or just looking into getting into mountain biking in general. So, before the bike, is there a stigma around mountain biking that keeps people from trying the sport?
1: You know, a lot's changed in the industry. Um, you know, mountain biking, which originated in the 80s, has, has come a long way. Um, you know, the idea originally was yeah, mountain bikers were either rebels and troublemakers and, and folks of that nature. Um, and there's still probably some idea that kind of the crazy guys are once ones are mountain biking, doing all the jumps and stuff. So that's what you see on YouTube and Facebook and, you know, Pink Bike but there we're seeing more and more people getting interested in mountain biking. Um, there are some folks who might hold off because of the potential inherent dangers of, of doing mountain biking, but any athletic you know, activity has its own dangers, but being prepared and knowing what to get and what you need is, is always important.
0: Mm. Uh, what would you say the health benefits you see are in mountain biking?
1: Oh gosh! I mean, there there are numerous ones. I mean, the biggest one is always cardio. um, As with uh, any uh, cycling activity, whether you're riding on the road or you're riding mountain biking, Um, you know, then you know, lower body uh, strength, you know, as you're definitely pounding away on your on your legs, is is a, a great health benefit. Um, I, I found that more mountain bikers tend to have better core fitness so mm. it's better strength through their their low back and their, their core of their body uh, and it's because of just the nature of, of riding mountain biking you use more of your body to, to maneuver around stuff whereas when you're riding on the road you're, you're pretty, pretty in a fixed position most of the time. Mm. Um, and I'll definitely say I've seen uh, an improvement not only in myself but through other other riders who have transitioned from road biking to mountain biking. It's actually improved a lot of their um, uh, balance mm. and control, uh, and um, you know just just fine motor skills and, and gross motor skills and, and just. You know moving around in your own environment Mm.
0: Would you say that uh, it's a more of a low-impact thing for a lot of people than a lot of other sports
1: or? You know it depends on what you call a low impact (laughs) and how you how you look at mountain biking Um, Cycling in general is a fairly low-impact sport um, provided that you ride your bike in the way that is beneficial to you whether it's in fit um in how you choose to pedal. I'm a big fan of the spin to win mentality where you pedal a little bit faster so you have less pressure on your joints, so it makes it low impact that way. But if you're the kind of person who likes to rip and shred and jump, then the impact aspect does go up from there. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. So how has mountain biking changed your life specifically?
1: Oh, Big question. That takes us all the way back to 1993. Oof, okay. Uh So it, 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 it's, it's definitely um, been a big thing. In fact, mountain biking is my first love and passion for cycling, even though I, I love all forms of cycling. Um, the biggest thing I love about mountain biking is it just kind of it, – it gets me out in the wild, out in the, out in the woods, off the trails. Mountain biking, you know, you're usually – you know, not on busy streets, and um, you know it's it's you know a lot um, you know more fun to just kind of be out there and just be in the dirt, um, and you know it's definitely improved my my own personal physical ability. It's definitely improved um, you know you know my desire to be out there and be active, um, you know, and and you know my passion for the sport has continue to grow through all of these years, even when I was competitive, you know, in the 90s, um, doing cross-country and dual slalom downhill and of that nature, and that's changed so much today. Um, But for me today, you know, so many years later, uh, you know, mountain biking, I mean, I still love the kind of the challenge of the obstacles that you get on, on, on the trail and checking out new trails and and going to new places that you know I haven't been to before um you know and with here in Washington with uh, the likes Evergreen Mountain Bike Alliance and the 360 Trails Group Mm -hmm. um, you know we have new trails you know being created all the time which just you know adds more to the adventure.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. So now we're kind of moving into finding the perfect bike so let's say we have a scenario Someone comes into the shop looking to get into the sport of mountain biking. What do you ask them when they're a complete beginner?
1: You know, this is this is a great question. Um, you know, and, and when you go into a bike shop and you're going to see a lot of bikes, you know, most of them are going to start around the $400 price range, and then the sky's the limit from there. Mm. I mean, you know, we've had bikes i have done builds up to over $10,000. <clears> and so there's stuff, you know, everywhere in between. But as a beginner, um, you know, I tell folks is, one, going to a bike shop. And talking to someone who's knowledgeable about the bikes, about the industry, about the sport, um, you know, is 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 incredibly valuable. Um, You know, that's that's a level of experience, and knowledge that you can't really get firsthand. um, You know, going online and you can read reviews and and posts and stories, but getting that firsthand experience from somebody uh, speaks volumes. Mm And so, when I do talk to someone, obviously my first question is, is where do you expect to ride? And, um, and if somebody has said, I like the idea of mountain biking, um, I've had this jumper bike and I just want to upgrade, you know, what, what, what would you recommend? And, you know, and I, I talked about their ability. Um, it's like, you know, how, how strong of a rider are you? Do you like to do things a little crazier? like to do the climbs? Do you like to sprint? Do you like to jump? And so taking in all those different aspects of what may involve in, in mountain biking, you know, if you need to change how things are.
0: All right, Aaron, jumping into the next one. What are the things everyone needs standard on their mountain bike, regardless of skill level?
1: Um... You know, that, that's a pretty broad question. I mean, mm. the bare minimums, um, definitely when you go out, so you I mean, just clarify, when you go out mountain biking, it's a good idea to have XYZ with you. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, as well okay. as uh, just components on a bike. So let's say uh, somebody wants to be proficient and they want to be able to grow with the bike a little bit. Sure. What's going to allow them to do that? Sure. Let's say somebody comes in here. They're looking to buy a bike that doesn't have disc brakes. Are you going to try to say, hey, I think you should lean towards disc brakes for mountain biking because that's kind of a bare minimum thing. Or uh, what about, uh, you know, should they go with a a full suspension right away or should they jump into a hardtail? Are there some things on the hardtail that they're going to want? Like on mine, I didn't have a dropper post, but it's something I'm going to want eventually. But Mm -hmm. a bare minimum is like, hey, get those disc brakes, get those nice large ones too. So I think is that helpful at all?
1: It is helpful. So, I mean, when, when you're looking for your first mountain bike, um, I mean, what you're looking for is, uh, you know, number one, absolutely fit. Fit, fit is, is the most important thing. If the bike is too small or, or too big, it's gonna make it, um, really, it's gonna make it unsafe for you to ride. If, if it's too small, it's gonna be in twitchy. Your, your biggest weight on the body is actually your head and um, usually what I see with people who are too small of a bike is they tend to bring the front wheel down way too soon when they're up in the air because of so much weight is forward on their bike. On the flip side, uh, if you have a bike that's just too big, it, it's, it's just going to be hard to, to throw it around and to get around some of the t- tighter obstacles and you feel like you're, you're always reaching. Um, so fit is absolutely number one thing and, and really, while they're size charts that are out there sometimes the the size charts are 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 great and they're dead on there are other times when the size charts you see might need to be tweaked and you might be right on the borderline of one size versus another and i think that's where going to a bike shop you will be able to definitely help is, is they can look at you on the bike and say hey here's what i recommend and here's why um so fit obviously is first and then as for components um you know, a lot of it comes down to, 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 down to how much of a budget you have. Um, and I mean, obviously the sky's the limit, but when it's something you don't really want to get into, you know, a whole lot of money up front, um, it, it's always tough. Um, while there's still a few manufacturers out there that are um, providing what they call a rim brake, or where the brakes uh, contact the rim to stop the bike, as an entry-level bike around the $400, 450 price range, most of them nowadays are providing um, disc brakes as a stock option. Mm. And and I would definitely encourage you to, to go that way. I mean, especially seeing that, you know, a lot of entry-level bikes nowadays have the, the disc brakes, definitely better braking power, um, definitely has it. Um, and then, you know, making sure that you know the gearing that you need to, you know, um, to have. I you think about where you're riding, you know, you've got a lot of uh, change in terrain and, and every bike will have the right gear ratio for you to be able to, um, to ride the trails. The question is, is understanding how to use them to your benefit. And again, another reason why to talk to a bike shop and, and sometimes they'll be able to give you the input of saying, hey, you know, you could spend a little more and go to what we call a one-by or two-by system. Because, you know, you're not shifting as often in a scenario that might cause the chain to jump and get caught. And that's still fun because you're always stopping where your goal is to get out and ride and, and shred until you're done. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, so, yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. Next one real quick is, um, so a new let's say a new riders, they've been riding for a while. They got their beginner, beginner bike, but they don't really understand why they might want to move to the next level. Do you think that... You would recommend they would try out their friend's high-quality full suspension bike to get a feel for the different experience that it can give to them.
1: You know, there's there's a lot of benefits. Whether you know they have let's say a hardtail now that they maybe spent you know anywhere from four to eight hundred bucks on, um, or, or or not. I mean, you, there's some really great hardtails that are out there that have high-end components that, in um, and, and, and that. yeah definitely taking an offer from a friend who says hey yeah try out my bike Mm -hmm. who has an upgraded components whether it's an upgraded front fork or it's an upgraded drivetrain or an upgraded style of brakes you know or you know a rigid frame to a full suspension frame Um, you know it's definitely a great idea to give you an example of um, what's out there and to provide a bit of proof to the pudding is is, you know you get what you pay for I mean Mm -hmm. You know, the more expensive bikes that are out there, um, you know, in some cases it may seem like you have fewer options, but what it does is it actually makes you more efficient in how you ride and it's more, you know, you know it's less effortful to ride the bike because of the increased comp- quality of the components that are on there. Hmm. Um, and then reliability. I mean, you know, definitely the higher price tag items tend to be, be more reliable. Um, so it's kind of a long answer. It says, yeah, take advantage of a friend. Say, hey, check out my bike. It's an upgrade. Um, as Let you know what's out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you've got a friend that'll do it, ride it like you stole it. There
0: you go. <laughs> While well, you can. That's. I think that's a good one just because I think the just somebody who's not in mountain biking, their first view of a bike is a bike is just a bike. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how, you know, the potentialities of a bike and how, it can really transform your experience to have some of these parts in there, so I think that's a good one.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I mean, one of, one of my favorite stories is this, there's a guy um, I went mountain biking with, and, and he, was, he was very, very proud of his department store bike that he spent less than $200 <laughs> on it. It was a full suspension bike, and he thought it was great. And we took him out to Tiger Mountain, and by the time we got halfway up, his bike was already falling apart. He had to tighten up bits and pieces, It wasn't shifting right. And on our way down, I mean, it literally just rattled itself to, to pieces, he ended up throwing it down the hill as we, you know, followed along. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was very disappointed in that. And he, um, you know, but then when he got the opportunity to get on one of our bikes, I mean, he, he kind of ate crow a little bit and said, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I, I see. Um, you know, the blessing and the curse is once you try something nice or you want something nice, it's hard if you have to step back. Um, if you've got to start find, you're stuck in a position where you got to start over. hmm But, yeah. but at least you know what's out there and what you get out of what you're paying for is definitely, goes a long way. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: All right. As far as where do they start riding? Should a new rider practice on the road before they hit the trail?
1: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, if you already know how to ride a bike, you know, then, then no, just go hit the trail.
0: Gotcha. So... As far as where do they start riding, should a new rider practice on the road before they actually hit the trail or what do you think?
1: You know, if you've already know how to ride a bike, um, just go out and hit the trail. Um, definitely recommend riding with a buddy and mm-hmm. especially uh, if somebody who has experience with the trail or you know, even still a little bit more experience than you, you know, it gives you that opportunity to to be there with someone who, who knows where they're going and, and what to expect. Um, You know, so so just get out there and hit the trail. I mean, have fun. You don't know until you try. Mm. Um, Now, obviously, if you've never ridden a bike before, I'd say, yeah, then learn how to ride on the road first and before you start throwing in the obstacles that you might run into on the trail.
0: Gotcha. Get that comfort. Get that balance. Um, So next one real quick is uh, what's the best area around here for people to get into it?
1: You know, I made mention just here in Washington State with the uh, Evergreen Mountain Bike Alliance and the 360 Trail group out there in Geek Harbor. Um, we were constantly getting new trails. I mean, here in Puyallup, I mean, within a 45 minute drive, we have so many great trails. I mean, right here in Tacoma, 15 minutes away from the shop. Uh, we have Swan Creek yeah, Mountain Bike Park. Um, we've got the Black Diamond Open Space. We have Doofy, we have Tiger Mountain. You know, Vashon Island has some great trails, Uh, like the Harbor with Purdy, there's some good trails. So, I mean, really for going somewhere nearby to where we are here in Palp, we have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some great apps out there. One of them I promote heavily is an app called Trail Forks. Um, And it shows you all the apps in all different areas. And you you can look and um, and download maps for, north of Seattle and and even eastern Washington. Mm -hmm crazy amount of trails
0: so Aaron thank you for doing this today I just want to let all of our viewers know that they best come down here and check out downtown bike in up. and uh, do you have any closing thoughts
1: you know all I want to tell you guys is just get out there and ride um, go visit your local bike shop, support a local business you know find the bike that works for you that fits you um, that you think is going to meet your needs you know your bike shop eventually end up being you know owner and, and employees are going to be in your best friends and they're going to tell you where to ride and how to ride. They're going to have shop rides like we do. We do have our Tuesday night rides where we get together after hours and ride with folks, whether it's mountain biking or road biking. Um, and so just just use those resources. I mean, we're, we're here to enjoy the sport and, and spread the love about it and just get out there and shred. Awesome.
0: Where can we find you online?
1: Uh, well, for us, Downtown Bike. Uh, we're on, on Facebook um, under, as Downtown Bike. Yeah, You can search us on Instagram as Downtown Bike. Uh, our website is www.downtownb.com, um, and of course, you know, right here in downtown Puyallup, uh, right off of Stewart. Awesome.